Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Hucett Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. You know, one of the things I miss when I go skiing out in Colorado is I, I miss Lewis Drug not being out there. But I do still, I can still stop and get food at Arby's. But that's that's a very comforting thing to know. And the more comforting thing even than that, well, it's not more comforting. There's nothing more comforting than knowing you can get a meal at Arby's whenever you're hungry, whether it's a full-fledged meal with curly fries and, you know, a roast beef combo sandwich or or just maybe a shake or or something, just kind of a treat kind of thing. But the next most comforting thing is being able to hear Mark Johnson on the radio when I'm I'm headed out to Colorado because uh, his voice his voice is just so soothing. Uh, you know, did 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 you sing lullabies to your kids to put them to sleep, Mark, when they were little? Well, Mark, first off, I got to mention that it's it's awful nice to know that I I fall just below Arby's <laughs> in the important scale on Colorado. So, you know, I've got that going for me, which is nice. Um, you know, and people ask me all the time if I sing. Uh, my wife will tell you, we're, we're driving, we're actually in western North Dakota right now, just heading back towards Colorado. Uh, I, I sang to my kids and my grandchildren. Those are the only people I sing to. That's probably a good idea. I'm kind of the same way. <laughs> I, and I, my, but I sell to that nobody else. I sit in the, I sit in the section of church. People wonder why, why I sit where I do in church, and there's a reason. I mean, I always sit there, uh, and I, I actually got kind of, the habit of sitting where I do came from the 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 deaf part of our congregation where they would have someone up there. Jason Andera's wife gets up and signs for them. Um, I would sit right behind them so they didn't have to be subjected to my singing. <laughs> Probably a wise idea. Yeah, was, Not just for own embarrassment, but for the uh, you know auditory health of everybody around. Yes, you. I did that for everyone else. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I sound pretty good in the car when I'm by myself and... Uh, the kids didn't know any better. So uh, you're from North Dakota, so it sounds like you're on the tail end of a vacation. Yep, yeah, we came up here and and uh, saw some family and friends and uh, dropped off a hunting dog and and uh, saw some of my old college teammates. And so it's been a great little trip uh, back here in the state, but looking forward to getting back to Colorado. But uh, I, I was certainly paying attention and obviously have been the entire postseason with the Denver Nuggets are doing. And uh, how about that? Uh, for the second year in a row, Cronky Sports, last year with the Avalanche, this year with the Nuggets, bringing a world championship to Denver, Colorado. How about that? Well, they're getting kind of spoiled, aren't they? Oh, well, think about it. So, since 2015, we've had a Super Bowl champion in the Denver Broncos. Last year, as I mentioned, Stanley Cup champion uh, for the Avalanche. Now the Larry O'Brien trophies come to the Denver for the Nuggets. And I think, uh, see, Cronky Sports also won one with the Colorado Mammoth, the indoor lacrosse team. So, yeah, it's it's been a pretty good run in Denver, Colorado. But uh, feeling really good about this Nuggets team, Mark. I mean, you know, I I grew up an NBA fan, and I've got to admit, from a style standpoint, in uh, the last fifteen years, I've lost my taste for the NBA. But the Joker, Nikola Jokic, has brought that back. He is a joy to watch. He's right now, I think, maybe the best player in the world. And uh, that guy sets the tone for everybody with the Nuggets and. Uh, you know, he's the M- the MVP of the finals, two-time regular season MVP, and now world champion as well. And very deserving of all those honors. But the thing that kills me, and obviously there have been a lot of pictures of him from when he was five and all these things from 
when he was growing up. He does not look like a great athlete. He just doesn't. He does, and yet he is, which actually gives hope to everybody else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we wish we could be that good, but not that athletic. You know, it's funny when they drafted him a few years ago, and I'll never forget. They make the pick, and Nuggets fans are online just going, "Who is this guy?" And you know, you take a look at him, but he doesn't. You know, he's an enormous human being. I mean, he's got great size, obviously. But you're right, he's not a great athlete. There's nothing that stands out physically outside of his massive size that, that really catches your eye. And, and fans are like, what? Okay, is this going to be another one of these European stiffs that they, nobody's ever heard of and they yep. draft a guy and, and uh, comes over here and three years later he's washed out, we never hear from him again. Well, what they did, they, they selected a guy that maybe, you know, you think of some of the great, you know, think of Bird and Magic back in the day. Neither of those guys were great athletes. But they were phenomenal basketball players. They understood the game. They saw the game. Uh, their fundamentals were phenomenal. He is all of those things, except he does it at over seven feet tall. Unlike those two guys, who are both six foot nine. And so, yeah, that, that's why I said it. He, he's the one guy in the NBA that I truly love to watch. And a lot of guys talk about being team guys. He actually lives it in terms of how he approaches the game. You know, if if, if he's got a game where he doesn't score. That's fine. He'll have 18 assists and 22 rebounds and, you know, get his dozen points. Or some nights he goes out and gets, you know, 42 points and 19 rebounds. I mean, he just does it a bunch of different ways and everything runs through him. That's why I think he's right now, he's my favorite basketball player uh, in the world to watch. And how can you not like the guy? He went out of his way. Now, granted, this is, but not everybody does this. When the game got over, Right. I I didn't get a chance to really watch that much of the game. I saw the I saw the important parts and I saw the end. And he went out of his way, out of his way to make sure that he congratulated every single one of the Miami Heat, their coaches, their players, you name it. It felt like that was the most important thing on his plate, not celebrating what the team had just done. Well, you know, the, the one thing we can say about professional sports in general, and maybe more so than the others with the NBA. It's become a very self-centered league. Uh, you know, look, look at, think of this year. So the MVP award comes down to Joel Embiid with Philadelphia and Nikola Jokic. Now, Nikola's won the last two. Probably, if you really are going to be objective, I think he should have won this year. But Embiid went out of his way to campaign and had had people on the national networks campaigning for him. It was all about him and this award. And, and Jokic, doesn't play that game. They ask him winning, so he's like, "Yeah, okay, great, whatever. That's nice, I guess." But you know, he just he worries about. It. So that's really intuitively and innately who he is. He's kind of that that team kind of guy, and so I think it it just uh, strengthens what we're talking about. That at the end of a game like that, when they win the championship, in his mind, one of the first things he thinks about is to go and console slash congratulate on a great season the opposition. I mean, there aren't many guys I think that do that. You know, you're going to get caught up in the emotion of what's going on. That says something about the way he thinks, the way he approaches things, and, and just gives me one more reason to uh, you know, be a fan of his. And I, I also had to chuckle uh, during his post-game interview when he said, yep, job's done, now I can go home. Yeah, and, yeah. and he meant he meant Serbia, not like, you know, his house in Denver. He meant home, home, and it sounds like he's actually kind of disappointed that he's going to stick around long enough for the parade. That that also tells you that he is truly a family guy, and you could see that with his with his wife and kid afterwards when they posed with the trophy. I think that he seemed more joyous 
over that than he did almost anything. Well, if you notice what he does every year, uh, and, and your listeners are in South Dakota, may not know this about him. He goes home to Serbia every year. And if, by the way, his brothers are around all the time. Uh, and one of his brothers is basically as big as he is. The other one's a small one at about six foot eight. And, and they kind of hang around. So that, that's kind of his group. Uh, he hangs out with them. He's comfortable with them. Uh, you know, she's not going to be, not going to be trouble. They're not going to go out and do something that he shouldn't be doing. Like you said, he's got a wife and a daughter. And, and then he goes back to Serbia and he's into harness racing. And, and so he goes back with his horses and his stable. And, you know, there's some very good, I mean, you can Google this. There's some great phenomenal videos and, and clips of this seven foot one monster sitting in its little harness unit and, and, you know, and working his horses out. I mean, it's really quite interesting. He's, he's, that's just, he's just kind of an average guy. You know, he likes to go home and uh, have a couple of beers and, and work out his horses and hang out with his wife and his brothers, and that's what he's all about. So he's the most anti-superstar superstar that I think you're probably going to find in sports right now, and, and that's why it's so refreshing to watch him. It is. It really is. And, you know, obviously I'm a Boston Celtics fan being from Boston, but I was I was fine with Denver winning it. I wish the Celtics had made the championship, but they didn't deserve yep. to with the way they, they absolutely laid an egg in that seventh game against Miami. Uh, what does it mean to Denver to get that first championship? Because it, it didn't seem right to me that this was their first. Did they win one in the ABA? You know, that, that's a great question. I know So the 47 years they've been in the NBA, they did not. I don't believe they won one in the ABA either. Um, and I'm trying to think, maybe the old Denver Rockets might have years ago with a, a previous incarnation of, of a professional team they had in Denver. They might have won one in the ABA without thinking about it. But the Nuggets had not. And so it, it means something. You know, it, and well, you well know this. In Denver, Colorado, it's the Denver Broncos and then everything else. Yep. Uh, when, when the Buffaloes are really good, because really Colorado is a football state. And so when the, when the Buffaloes are really good in football, they become uh, the number two story. The Abs, Nuggets, Rockies kind of fall into that distant third place, depending on who is good uh, at any given moment. They can become, you know, a solid, and you know, with the Buffs being banned in football in recent years, they're a solid number two. You know, the Nuggets have always been, when Carmelo was here a number of years ago, made the Western Conference Finals, lost to the L.A. Lakers, um, you know, they, they were a pretty good story, and, and people were enjoying it. But there's never been a passion for the Denver Nuggets. There have been pockets of, I think, excitement about them. With Jokic coming on board and the last couple of years him winning the NBA MVP, there started to be a following for this team. And then it became very apparent, you know, with Jamal Murray and MPJ and, and how they put this Aaron Gordon, the team they put together, that this team was really good. And then as the season wore on, Mark, you know, it became obvious they're the best team in the league. Uh, certainly in the West, who I think was inarguable at one point. And, and so you began to see kind of a bandwagon start to form for them. But I think there's a lot of excitement. I think this is good for basketball in the state of Colorado, not just from, from the NBA standpoint, from all the trickling all the way down to the high school. So yeah, I think this is a great thing. Uh, everyone's really excited about it, obviously. I'm not sure if the parade's going to be the same size as what happens when, you know, the Broncos win the Super Bowl. But, but, uh, it's, it's good for the sport. It's good for the state. I think it's good for the game of basketball overall in the Centennial State. I also think it's really good for the game because it wasn't a team that was put together by three superstars that said, all right, let's the three of us just go win a championship because we can't do it on our own. Right. No, I, I'm with you in that regard. I mean, I, you know, if that makes us old school, I guess we're old school, but this whole idea of, Forming the team, the players kind of congregating and 
inspiring to get guys together, I, you know, is, is a little distasteful for me. And it's part of the reason with a guy is as great as he is with LeBron James that he has bounced around, kind of being a gun for hire, if you will, yep. and, and trying to find that situation. So when you get this type of circumstance where it was built organically, and, and by the way, make no mistake about it, and there's going to be a lot of kudos given to management with the Nuggets, and they should, by the way. But, but here's the thing I've learned over all these years covering sports. I'm sure you've seen the same thing. There are a lot of very smart people that put franchises together, and they don't achieve championship status. The reason being is because it doesn't work, right? The chemistry is not there. Make no mistake, we're sitting here talking glowingly about Nikola Jokic. That's the guy. Everything we've just talked about, his demeanor, how he approaches it, the humility with which he does it, uh, the, the kind of uh, everyday man aspect of his personality, that resonates with that group. And he is a great player, maybe the best in the world, but maybe more important in winning a championship was how everyone on that team kind of takes on his personality. And, and I think that's why this team was so good, because it was a, a team. It was make the extra pass. Uh, you know, do the dirty work that a lot of times guys in the NBA don't want to do. I, I think so. That that's really I don't think it can be overlooked is how important what Jokic is as a human being and how that affects this team and how everyone kind of mirrors him. All right, let's uh, switch subjects here because your voice of the Buffs. How's it going with Dion? <laughs> well, uh, I'm not wearing gold chains yet. Let's put it that way. Okay. All right, well, so. that's good. <laughs> And no one's calling me primetime. No, it, it's going great. I mean, you know, you probably saw for the first time ever uh, the spring game was sold out uh, because of construction. They couldn't have all 50, but there was like 46 or 47,000 people in the stands. Paid tickets, by the way, for that. Wow. Uh, he, he has turned over a roster, Mark. Um, we're going to have, depending on when it's all said and done, 70 to 75 new players by the time we open up at TCU on September 2nd from a year ago. So he's totally rolled over the roster. Uh, the, the Buffaloes have sold out their season tickets, and by the way, they added 10,000 season tickets this year. So they've sold out their season tickets for the first time since 1996. That's an extra million dollars in the coffers. Uh, the donations are at record pace right now. There's a waiting list for season tickets. The endorsements and sponsorships are all at record highs right now. Um, we found out that our first two games are the big noon game on Fox at TCU and then home to Nebraska the following week. So right now, Colorado has gone from being the most irrelevant college football team in America to the most relevant college football team in America by hiring one guy, and that's Deion Coach Brian Sanders. So it has altered everything in Boulder. And no offense, you were the broadcaster. You were a player, so you're not going to take this personal. I, no. I, I saw them play when I went out to do a story on Kalen DeBoer at Washington, and yep. uh, they were the worst college football team I've seen in years. So yeah. when he turned over the roster, it's like, oh, how can you do that? Uh, he needed to do that. <laughs> right, right. There's no doubt about it. I mean, we were we were 1-11 last year, and I say we were a bad 1-11. And people are like, talking about it. I go, no, no, no. They they should have been 0-12. Major mistake by Cal late in the game that allowed Colorado to win. <laughs> they should have been 0-12. And most games were not even competitive. I mean, we're overdone. Lost by an average of 25 points a game. Hands down the worst team in college football. They were in the bottom two or three in every major offensive and defensive statistic in America last year. How bad that football team was. So I'm not shocked to turn it over. It's just something we've never seen before. You know, last year we played TCU and we played USC and Sonny Dykes and Lincoln Riley, respectively, had about 45 to 50 new players on that team, which was an enormous 
number. We talked about it during our broadcast. Like I said, we're going to have nearly 75 this year. So wow. he's totally rolled it. And he's brought in the number one recruiting class from a portal standpoint in America. And his high school recruiting class was a top, I don't know what it ended up, final top 15, top 12 in the country. And, and so he, he's, he's uh, I mean, it, it's something to watch. It's like a tsunami has hit Boulder. And so now we can't wait to see what's going to happen, you know, when it finally hits the field on September 2nd. Well, you've got to be excited about that because that's, I mean, that's what you do. Who wants yeah. to go do games for a team that's horrible? This I got to believe this is almost like a a new lease on life for you. Well, it's funny you say that. I was on ESPN here a number of months ago now, and and we're talking about all these same kind of things. The guy says, "Who are you most excited for with all this happening?" I said, "What are you kidding me? Me? I'm yeah. most excited. <laughs> for. I've done 19 years of Colorado football. I've called three winning seasons." And some of the worst in the history of college football. I'm excited because I get to actually talk about something positive, uh, you know, for the people across the state of Colorado coming up this fall, which hasn't happened in a long time. So, you know, I say that somewhat tongue in cheek, but but you know this: uh, the great Jack Buck once said, "There's nothing worse than calling good baseball. There's nothing better than calling good baseball, and nothing worse than calling bad baseball." And and I think that holds true whatever sport you broadcast in. And so it becomes a, a very tough labor when you're calling a bad, bad team. And I've done that a long time, and so I'm looking forward to the upswing for the Buffaloes. Well, and and that's wonderful for, you know, the fans, too, to see that the, your, your spring game was sold out. That's crazy. But that tells you how starved they are for a good team because it wasn't, doesn't seem like it was that long ago that Nebraska and Colorado were one of the hottest rivalries in college football. Yeah, well, without question. I mean, you early 80s, and, and he resurrected that uh, you know, that monster that it became, winning a national championship, and Heisman Trophy winner, and, and, and Colorado, Nebraska became the Friday after Thanksgiving and was must-see television, and for a long, long time, for about 15 years, it was virtually always a top-ten matchup, and you know, that's something in terms of the Big 8 back in the day, and then the Big 12, and even when I got here in 04, there was still a lot of that bad blood remaining, and Gary Barnett's the head coach, and you know, they're, they're, both teams are ranked, and so it was a great rivalry for a long time, and then of course the split happens, where they, you know, Nebraska goes to the Big Ten, Colorado the Pac-12, and both teams continue to downward spiral. Yeah. Now the you know, juice of their end too. I mean, they've got a brand new coach; he's a great coach. And so that second game of the season, when they come into Folsom Field, and by the way, we're celebrating the 100th year of Folsom Field this year, and you've got these two once great programs with new coaches, new lease on life. I'm not sure that building's going to be able to hold that kind of energy, but it's going to be a, an explosive afternoon at uh, in Boulder. Well, that'll be fun. All right. Well, and drive careful. Glad you had a great time on your on your vacation. How long were you in North Dakota then? Uh, by the time we get home, I think we're going to be gone like seven or eight days. So it was, it was a good week anyway. Nice. All right. Well, drive careful, and I'll see you soon, okay? I look forward to it. Take care, friend. Bye. You bet. Mark Johnson, our guest. He is the voice of the Colorado Buffaloes, and he has been a very, very integral part of the sports uh, scene in Denver for years and years and years with KOA Radio, and uh, and now just he's he does the uh, he is the voice of Colorado. That's that's kind of his gig.
Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-1013 or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. Does every home in your neighborhood look the same? Looking to give your home a little more pizzazz? A new garage door from Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls is the easy way to give your home that new, refreshed look. We offer a variety of styles and options to fit any type of home. Stand out in the crowd and contact Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls. Now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. Just walking into Vance Thompson Vision, I, I was amazed at the spaciousness, the greetings I got at the front desk. Nine years ago, my daughter had LASIK surgery. She said, Dad, when you're going to have your cataracts fixed, you should check with Vance Thompson Vision first. Well, my wife looks so good now with these new eyes, I think we're going to take a second honeymoon. <laughs> Download our free cataract checklist at VanceThompsonVision.com. Orthopedic pain shouldn't disrupt every part of your life. You sit out when others head out. You find yourself saying, not today, when you really wish you could. If you've been avoiding the activities you used to love, make a change. The expert team at Sanford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine can guide you through a full scope of orthopedic care. We have surgical and non-surgical treatment options that manage your pain to get you back in action. Because life is better with the freedom to move. Learn more at SanfordHealth.org. Are you looking for a fun, rewarding place to work? At Arby's, they've had plenty of people make it into a fulfilling career, like Denise Hone, who started over 30 years ago. It's not just a job for me. It's a family environment where I've always enjoyed coming to work every day with a smile. There are great opportunities for advancement, and we would love for you to become part of our team. Find out more about working at your favorite Arby's. Apply now by texting Big Beef to 85000. I'm Brian Corey of Corey Insurance. And I'm Sheldon Kosky. We've been working together for over 30 years. My dad, Randy Corey, started the business, and we've been taking care of all our customers' insurance needs since 1970. Whether it's your home, auto, or business, we are a trusted choice independent agency with access to all the products you need to keep you protected. And there's no better feeling than that. Our customers are like family. We get to know your situation and match your needs to our best and most affordable insurance options. Whether you are new to Sioux Falls or a longtime resident, Corey Insurance is your trusted choice. And Brian, we've carried on the tradition of supporting the local community in a wide variety of activities. We live in the best part of the world, and we want to make sure it stays that way for you. We're Corey Insurance. Coverage, commitment, and value since 1970. Call us at 605-336-6303 or check out our website at coreyinsurance.com. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Lewis Drug, Great Life Health and Fitness, and Fireplace Pros. And I'm glad Mark Johnson, our last guest, understands um, what a big deal it is for him to be on that list of of comforting things in the world right behind Arby's. (laughs) 
Uh, Mark grew up in North Dakota, by the way. He's been out in Colorado for quite some time. Very talented guy. I love having him on the show. Uh, again, as I said at the beginning of the show, we couldn't be doing this show without all of our wonderful, I call them partners. Yeah, sponsors, partners, because we, we just couldn't be doing it without the Comfort Kings of the world, the Arby's, the Lewis Drug, the Corey Insurance. Sanford Health's been with us since the very beginning. So is Arby's, for that matter. So is Fireplace Pros and Overhead Door. Uh, great to have great life. A billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. By the way, they'll have a vehicle for us up at the uh, Summer Skip Day. The South Dakota Golf Association, Dakota Bank, uh, Hussett Speedway, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, a sponsor, our links and line at Google Summer Tour, Vance Thompson Vision, Hey Realtors. We couldn't do it without all you guys and, and really appreciate all that you do being part of our program on a daily basis. Some of you are seasonal. Uh, some of you are here for all 12 months out of the year. And if you'd like to get involved with the show, give me a holler. Go to our website. My cell phone number, I believe, is up on the website. And let me know if you'd like to be in- included as one of our sponsors. We'd love to have you. So, uh, again, coming up, we got two more Links and Lineys tournaments. The Bridges in Beersford, 605-763-2202. That's the number. That's for a tea time on Saturday, July 1st. You can play any time during the day. And then our final tournament of the year is Summer Skip Day. All those sponsors, by the way, chip in and give prizes for that tournament as well. The number at Madison Country Club for Summer Skip Day, which is Friday, July 28th, is 605-256-3991. It's a 10 o'clock shotgun. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, Hag Realtors, Pusett Speedway, Comfort King, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies.